Ah, this phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter, and from Sprint, try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after thirty-one twenty-five per month. Credit apply within two bills. If cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another show of ISPS Radio. I'm your host, Manuel Ferrero. Tonight on the show, we have a lot to cover. We have uh, some upcoming tournaments, some international slow pitch softball news, uh, a um, a little more information about softball magazine, the uh, great softball magazine for softball players, including fast pitch and slow pitch softball. Uh, If you want to contact the show tonight, the area code phone number is 347-637-3978. Again, that number is area code 347-637-3978. You can also contact us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash ISPSO, as well as Facebook, I'm sorry, Twitter, at ISPSO. You can tweet us, send us questions. We will read them out on the uh, air and answer them as quickly and as efficiently as possible. We'll be right back right after this quick word. Hey everyone, this is Manuel Ferrero reminding you to visit our sponsor, Muchera Sports at Muchera.com, the most innovative baseball and softball performance gear the base pass have ever seen. Muchera is the official sliding pants of ISPS. When you visit Muchera.com, make sure you remember to use the ISPS discount code. Simply put ISPS and receive 10% off your order. Every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can listen in to and call in the ISPS East Coast Radio Show. Call in at area code 347-637-3978 or send us your questions on Twitter at ISPSO. Also, don't forget to call in area code 347-637-3978. 3978 and talk to the doctor, Dr. Ray Tomos, now on his very own show every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Also, right here on ISPS Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Remember, call in at area code 347 637 3978. Again, that number is 347 637 3978 or tweet us at I-S-P-S-O, or at Dr. Ray T to contact the show. You're listening to the ISPS East Coast Radio Show with your host, Manuel Ferrero. We're on live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the ISPS Radio channel on Blog Talk Radio. Send us your questions by Twitter at ISPSO or Facebook.com forward slash ISPSO. Or if you want to go live on the show, call the guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Again, that number to call is area code 347-637-3978. And make sure you listen to all the new shows as well as the old ones on the new ISPS mobile app from our website. Now, this week, um, 
I was very, very excited and uh, actually uh, very humbled uh, to learn that I was uh, chosen to be the newest contributing editor at Softball Magazine. Um, you can visit them at softballmag.com. Uh, they're a great, great source for everything that has to do with softball. Um, look for my first article in their next issue, which should be coming out sometime now in uh, February. Or, sorry, actually uh, around the first week of March should be coming out. Um, but I'm very excited. Uh, it's a great opportunity for us here at ISPS. Uh, we have a whole column dedicated to ISPS and world updates coming from all over the world. Um, you know, not just about tournaments, but we're going to talk about other stuff going on around the world uh, concerning slow pitch softball, uh, con concerning our sport of slow pitch softball, and how we could uh, make it better across the world. So, uh, really, I uh, want to give a thanks. To everyone at Softball Magazine, uh, visit them again uh, at softballmag.com uh, and look for our uh, article starting uh, starting in their next issue, which should be coming out now in about a couple, actually next week or a couple weeks from now. And you can also check out their digital edition for free on their website, softballmag.com. There you can check out their digital edition completely free. Or you can subscribe and uh, get a, an actual physical magazine delivered to your door right there on their website, softballmag.com. Really, really appreciative of them giving us the opportunity uh, to host our own, uh, sorry, to write our own column and uh, bring our world of ISPS slow pitch softball uh, to more people and reach more uh, countries and more athletes out there around the world. So I want to give, again, a big thanks to Softball Magazine, everyone over there, especially Luann, who has uh, really helped us get everything going over there at Softball Magazine. So check them out in a couple of weeks, uh, our article on Softball Magazine. You can visit our website, ispssoftball.com. Um, there you can find everything about our free agent market. Our free agent market is uh, every day we get at least two or three free agents into the free agent market. So if you're interested in any of those free agents, check out the free agent market right now at ispssoftball.com. You could also check out training sessions, videos, uh, tournaments, upcoming tournaments, all the schedules, also um, schedules about the uh, radio shows with Dr. Ray on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Congratulations again to Dr. Ray. Um, he has his own show. He started with us with his own little segment, but now it has turned into the Hot Corner show on Thursday nights at 7 p.m., and uh, he's doing great with that show, so uh, much success to Dr. Ray. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash ISPSO. Send us your questions. We will learn, uh, we will listen and we will answer them on our radio show or we will actually retweet or answer your tweets at ISPSO on Twitter. That's another way of reaching our show. Also, if you want to call in live during the show on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., or you want to call in right now, the area code is 347-637-3978. Uh, we have a pretty big show tonight. I want to get really quick through the upcoming events that we have going on. B-45 Yellow Birch Woodbats Sunday night Woodbat Leagues at Mills Pond in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, the Woodbats will be provided. Uh, this will be starting coming up now in March. For more information, call 786-245-3243 or visit our website, ispssoftball.com for more information. Woodbat Softball Leagues, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, with B-45 Yellow Birch 
wood bats at Mills Pond in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Sorry about that. We have a uh, call coming in at the office. Um, coming up in April, we have a certified trainer's course, April 27. If you want to become an ISPS certified trainer, uh, if you want to get featured as, an, as a certified ISPS trainer online on our website, uh, we have some trainees that need uh, training in our sport. They want to learn the sport of slopage softball, and you want to become a trainer, and you want to uh, teach the, the uh, sport of slopage softball to those that want to learn. Uh, there is This is the only trainer course that's going to be happening in Florida. This will be April 27th in Miami, Florida. Uh, check out our website, ispssoftball.com, or contact 786-245-3243. May 10th, coming up in Iowa, we have a the first ISPS Iowa tournament of 2014. Um, May 10th and 11th, it's just $185 per team. Thank you to our sponsors, Tassel's Steakhouse and the Cellar Peanut Pub uh, for being our sponsors. If you want more information on that, contact the Iowa State Director, Mr. Carrie Legbold, at 641-670-0140. We have a second Iowa tournament, but this one will be a wood bat tournament. This will be July 12th and 13th. Includes a wood bat, and it's just $180 per team. This will be in Oskaloosa, Iowa. It will be a uh, tournament held by our Iowa State Director, Mr. Kerry Legvold. For more information, visit ISPSsoftball.com or area code 641-670-0140. Really quick, we're going up to Canada July 24th and the 20 through the 27th in Alberta, Canada. We will be having a Canadian Woodbat Nationals. We are going to be giving away national champion rings for this tournament. This will be the uh, Woodback Canadian Nationals as well as the Canadian National Championships, which will be the following month, August 22nd through the 24th. For more information on both of these Canadian tournaments, visit our website, ispssoftball.com, under tournaments. Our Winter Worlds is this Saturday in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Special thanks to our player and team recovery partner, Muscle Milk. Uh, Muscle Milk will be out there recovering the uh, athletes, uh, providing Muscle Milk recovery beverages for them to recover uh, during and after the games. Uh, this Winter Worlds Championship is uh, this Saturday in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. If you're there's still time, uh, we're going to be taking teams until Thursday night at midnight. So if you're still interested in participating in this Winter World Championships in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, there's still time. Visit our website, ispssoftball.com, or contact our offices at 786-245-323. We will also be having an all-star game, Latin American All-Stars versus USA All-Stars, and also a home run derby which we will be giving away the first of seven home run derby champion rings that will be giving that will be given away in Florida in the 2014 Florida Major Tournaments. This is the first of seven. There's seven major tournaments in Florida. This will be the first of the seven ring series events. Like I said earlier, Dr. Ray is on Thursday nights at 7 p.m., the hot corner with Dr. Ray. You can tweet questions to him at Dr. Ray T or call in the show at area code 347-637-3978. Be sure to listen to him on Thursday nights. 
on Blog Talk Radio. Sunday nights in Miami, we have a wood bat slow pitch softball league. The league has already started. There has been uh, great competition. Uh, big shout-out to Jam Up Bulldogs. Uh, they had a doubleheader last night, and they won both of their games. Uh, also give a shout-out to the, what is their name, the Lumberjacks. They won their first game of the season. If you want to visit the Sunday night slow pitch softball woodbat leagues in Miami, visit the ISPSsoftball.com website. There you can find the stats for all the athletes in that league as well as more information on that league. That's the uh, Woodbat League in Miami, Florida. Thank you to B45 for providing the bats for that league. The guest call-in number for tonight is area code 347-637-3978. We have a couple of callers waiting on the line. We will be right with you guys. want to give a shout-out to Hitting Jacket, the official training tool and on-deck weights of ISPS, and also let all of our Florida athletes and teams know that the complete 2014 Florida ISPS tournament schedule is now on our website at ISPSsoftball.com. And there is just 248 days left until the 2014 World Championships in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, November 1st weekend. For more information on that, visit the official ISPS World Championships website. It's a completely different website from our regular ISPSsoftball.com. This one is just ISPSworlds.com. There you could find the uh, countdown, clock, countdown clock, which is telling us that uh, there's about 248 days and 10 hours, 43 minutes, and about 16 seconds left for the 2014 ISPS World Championships. A little bit sooner than that, on March 22nd, we will have our first NIT National Invitational Tournament in Kendall, Florida. This is March 22nd in Kendall, Florida. And we will be right back after this short break. Every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can listen in to and call in the ISPS East Coast Radio Show. Call in at area code 347-637-3978 or send us your questions on Twitter at ISPSO. Also, don't forget to call in area code 347-637-3978 and talk to the doctor, Dr. Ray Tomos, now on his very own show every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Also, right here on ISPS Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Remember, call in at area code 347-637-3978. Again, that number is 347-637-3978. Or tweet us at ISPSO or at Dr. Ray T. to contact the show. Now, my very good friend, Dr. Ray Tolmos, is the official chiropractor of ISPS. He has his own show on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Ray, are you here with us tonight? I sure am, Manny. How are you, bud? Great, man. How are you? Doing well. Just actually got home from the office a little while ago, had a little snack, and uh, getting ready to head over to the gym now. Now, Dr. Ray, uh, why don't we remind everybody out there listening where they could listen to you on mm-hmm. Thursday nights and where they could contact you if they wanted to contact you directly at your office or on the uh, Twitterverse. Definitely. Um, you can always find me on the Twitterverse, that's for sure. Um, you can reach me at Dr. Ray T. That's D as in doctor, A-Y-T as in Tolmos. So you can also find me at my website, which is 353heal.com. My phone number is 353heal. So if you're in Miami, it's area code 786-353-HEAL-4325. More than welcome to give me a call at any time. Uh, Shoot me a tweet. Send me an email. If you have any concerns or anything about your health or anybody of your family, 
um, that has any issues with their health and you kind of want a second opinion if you've seen another doctor and you kind of want to just know what's going on there. Um, again, I, I deal with family medicine, with genetics, with a lot of different issues, um, not just neck pain and back pain. So really anything you have concerning health, go ahead and give me a call or, or you know, if you want some opinion, it's here for you and it's for free. So anything I can do to help you guys out, I'd be more than happy to. And, and if you want to call into the show and discuss something with me on air, you're more than welcome. I would love it. There's other people out there that more than likely have a similar situation, and they may benefit from, you know, you calling in and, and us talking a little bit on the phone. So don't be afraid to call in Thursday nights at 7 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. It's the same call-in number for tonight. Um, don't be afraid to shoot us your tweets. You know, if you have a question or something that you want to talk about, a diet, you know, a certain exercise, a supplement, whatever it is that you guys want to talk about, that show on Thursday night is specifically for all of you guys. So, again, I'm making myself available for an hour. Um, we're changing it now from half an hour to an hour. We had a great call last week about herniated discs and, you know, what type of a doctor to see and so on and so forth. So, again, anything you guys want to know concerning health, I'm here for you, and I hope to be able to help out, and I'm looking forward to serving you guys. Yeah, and if if you're a little bit shy and you don't want to put your uh... – you know, your ailments out there, listening to the old shows. Uh, there's a lot of great information. Like Dr. Ray said, people call in. They uh, they sometimes call in with with their own uh, problems, and it may be the same problem you may have or something similar, and you may get some information. Uh, Dr. Ray, I know that you you post your previous shows on your website, correct? Yeah, actually, if you go to 353heal.com, on the top right-hand side on the banner, it says click to listen live or to past shows. Click right there. It'll take you right to it. There's also a heading on top of the page where you can just look for radio shows. All of my previous shows are there with a little description underneath talking about anybody that called in and, you know, what we spoke about on the show. We've talked about all kinds of things from the Olympics to baseball to Derek Jeter retiring to medical marijuana to how to please your lady to <laughs> a lot of different things. So, again, anything you guys want to talk about, you know, that's what we're there for. It's not only to keep you guys informed but also to keep you entertained. So if something funny happened and you want to call in and you want to talk about it, hey, I'm all for it, guys. So, again, just looking for some interaction and uh, look forward to speaking with you guys. No, for real, if you uh, if you have any type of questions, contact Dr. Ray uh, he's a really great guy. He knows a lot about health, a lot about sports, a lot about uh, actually he's a he's a uh, I don't know how many consecutive time champion in fantasy baseball. So if you have any questions about fantasy baseball, give him a shout out at Dr. Ray T on Twitter. Dr. Ray, if you wanna, can you hold uh, and uh, stay on the line for a few minutes? Yeah, I got a little time. Thank you. We'll be right back with Dr. Ray after this. You're listening to the ISPS East Coast Radio Show with your host, Manuel Ferrero. We're on live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the ISPS Radio Channel on Blog Talk Radio. Send us your questions by Twitter at ISPSO or Facebook.com forward slash ISPSO. Or if you want to go live on the show, call the guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Again, that number to call is area code 347-637-3978. And make sure you listen to all the new shows as well as the old ones on the new ISPS mobile app from our website. Hey everyone, this is Manuel Ferrero reminding you to visit our sponsor Muchera Sports at Muchera.com, the most innovative baseball and softball performance gear the base pass have ever seen. Muchera is the official sliding pants of ISPS. When you visit Muchera.com, make sure you remember to use the ISPS discount code. Simply put ISPS and receive 10% off your order. Now, Dr. Ray, living here in Miami, Florida, I'm pretty sure you have uh, attended the Coconut Grove Arts Festival, have you not? Yes, I have attended the Coconut Grove Arts Festival before. 
Were you able to go this past uh, couple of weeks ago, uh, this annual Arts Fest? You know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it. I was out of town for the weekend. I had a seminar. Um, I was a little bit bummed because I really enjoy going out there, and there's a lot of local artists and a lot of local talent, and I love supporting the local community. And, um, you know, I love to go out there. I found a, a bunch of very interesting pieces, and, you know, I just love to see what the artists continue to come up with and just the new ideas that people have on a regular basis. And it's just awesome to me to see what they come up with and how they put it together and how they bring it all to life. So I was a little bit sad I didn't, I didn't get to go, but um, did you get to go over there? Well, yes, I actually did. Um, a couple of weeks ago I, I talked about a very interesting um, item that I saw at the Coconut Grove Arts Festival, and it's, it's sports-based. It's actually called Home Fields. Um, I was able to meet Kent from Home Fields. Kent, are you on the line with us tonight? Sure am, Manny, but it's just it's Ken, K-E-N. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if somebody wrote Kent. I'm sorry, Kent. Uh, Ken, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Home Fields? Well, Manny, first of all, congratulations on your new column in Softball Magazine. That's Oh, quite. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank thank you for mentioning that. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Manny, uh, I grew up 100 miles west of Chicago in in the little town of Sterling, Illinois, but I was the number one White Sox fan in America in the 50s when Nellie Fox and Louis Aparicio were the best double play combination in best baseball. And when Comiskey Park was torn down in, after the mm-hmm. 1990 season, a piece of my heart went down with it because I thought Comiskey wow. Park was, was the center of the universe. And I could imagine. And I wanted, I wanted something that I could remember it by, and I had a place in my home I'm in a different home now in Atlanta, but I I had a place in my home next to my big screen TV, some built-in shelves that was just calling for a memory of Comiskey Park. So I set out at one point to create a a model of Comiskey Park, and what I came up with is what you saw the Grove Arts Festival, and my my pieces are <clears throat> very three dimensional, and they're I'm really selling three dimensional memories because I have people come up all the time and say, "Oh my God, do you have Tiger Stadium? Do you have Crosley Field? Do you have the Polo Grounds, Ebbets Field, all the old?" baseball stadiums that had such character and so many people that somebody will pick up a stadium and say oh my god my dad took me to my first baseball game in such and such a year and I was eight years old and I'll never forget it and I need to buy this and put it on a shelf so I can look at it and remember my dad and I enjoying baseball But we, no, we, I mean, we I, have, I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, no, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. We, we have 150 different stadiums, baseball, college football, pro football, and a, and a little bit of college basketball and three NASCAR tracks. And, uh, we sell on our website. We sell at, at a lot of shows like you saw, And then we're, of course, in retail stores like uh, the store at the University of Miami, uh, which I should remember the name of. Um, Is it All Canes? Yes, All Canes. And uh, so we sell in, in in a variety of ways. 
and we've grown every year and we're we are doing extremely well. Well, Ken, I mean, I, I was really intrigued when I saw all the little stadiums there. Uh, the, you have different sizes. You have some that are that are lighted up with lights and everything. You know, I, I really, I also saw the uh, Marlins Stadium with the with the new roof over it. I saw the old Yankee Stadium, which is actually I'm a big Yankees fan. It's, it was the first professional team I ever saw down here in, in Miami when they came down here to play spring training. But uh, I really, really enjoyed looking at all the different stadiums. Uh, if you, the listeners, want to check out the website, it's homefields.com. Uh, Ken, really quick, which, which one, I'm really intrigued, which one is the most popular stadium from all of your your models? At the end of the year, and we've done shows all over the eastern half of the country. We're in <clears throat> retail stores over most of the eastern half of the country. And, and, of course, do great website business. We're also on the Brookstone website, Amazon, Sharper Image, etc. And at the end of the year, every year, we've sold more Fenway Parks than anything. Uh, wow! Don't anybody, don't anybody ever let you tell you that there's not a Red Sox nation? And and of course oh, we I'm sell not. a lot. We sell a lot of Yankee stadiums, uh, Ohio State college football, Steelers, Packers, Cowboys, but but Fenway is uh, is always on top. And and which one is your favorite, Ken? Uh, I think our, our best-looking stadium is PNC Park in Pittsburgh because I incorporated – I designed these, obviously. I incorporated the skyline. Manny, have you been in PNC Park in Pittsburgh? Unfortunately, no. I've never even been to Pittsburgh. I, I don't, I don't well, think I, I do well in the cold weather. Well, you can go in July, but I'm not. I'm not going to hold that against you. But uh, it, Ian, Some people say it's the best park in baseball, and it's right on the river. <laughs> Excuse me. And they. Well, they, I have. I have seen it on TV. And they put the scoreboard and everything over behind left field so that looking out over right field, there's nothing, there's no stands out there, just a right. lower level only, no, no upper deck. And so you, the, the river and the, the colorful bridges that they've painted yellow and, and the city skyline comes, visually comes right into the ballpark. And our our piece it, it incorporates that, and it's it, it's it's really it's really good looking. But yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking at it right now on home field. I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm looking at it right now on homefields.com, and it looks spectacular. Really, really nice. Well, thank you. Um, and uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say we 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 we've got a lot of stadiums. Our Citizens Bank Park in in Philadelphia, which is I, I get there once a year, at least. I I love going to ballparks, and uh, when you go to the I don't like the Phillies because I live in Atlanta and I'm a Braves fan. Um, but I usually get to see the Braves in Philadelphia once a year. And I'm going to get to see him again this year. But that's – it's a real good ballpark, and our piece looks real good. And we use several we, – we create this 3D effect in a really unique manner. And so we, we have – I'm sure you know that there are millions of people out there wanting to visit every ballpark in the country, every major league ballpark. And I've met people, I met an elderly couple last summer 
that had been to 43 different major league ballparks. Wow. And there's there's 30 of them now. So they've been to 13 that, that no longer exist. I've been to quite a few that no longer exist. I'm not sure that I've even counted them, but I don't think 13. And we have a we lot have of a people question. that... I'm sorry, we have, we have a question... That, Go, go ahead. I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have a question coming in on Facebook. Ryan from Arizona wants to know if you guys have the Arizona Diamondback Stadium. Oh, tell Ryan I'm sorry we don't. I, I'm going to remedy this, but right now we're very Eastern oriented, and we don't go any further west than Denver. But but that's going to get remedied soon. So Ryan, it, it it may be as long as a year, but but we we've got to have. I hope the name of it is still Chase Field. Some of the, as you know, some of these stadiums change names quite often. Um, but we hope to have that. We we will have that uh, in the future. Well, there you go, Ryan. Uh, just. Give Ken a few, uh, you know, give him a few months. He'll, I'm pretty sure he'll come out with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, you say you, you don't go more west of Denver, and I know Dr. Ray, he's still on the line with us. Dr. Ray is a big Oakland Athletics fan. Uh, do you have the uh, the Oakland, I believe it's called the Oakland Coliseum? Dr. Ray, do you know the name of the of the stadium for the Oakland Athletics? Oh, you know, the last I remember was Oakland County Alameda Stadium. Um, it's got to be different now, though. Um, I want to say maybe Qualcomm. I don't remember who, who bought the rights now, but um, definitely a great park. Uh, tons of tons of room in foul territory. Great pitcher's ballpark. Not, not the prettiest scene in the back, but, you know, definitely one of my favorite fields to watch baseball on. Well, a famous general manager, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, that's the truth. Uh, Qualcomm is in San Diego. That's um, it. That's San Diego. We, we, we are all very Eastern-oriented, and I'm embarrassed that I don't know. I only know it as the same name that you said. Uh, no, it was called Network Associates Park. It, I think today it, it is Network Associates Park. Hmm. What a funny name, but I, I think that's what it is now. But, you know, there's been a lot of ballparks. Well, San Francisco, uh, which is, needless to say, one of the best parks in the there there is in baseball, had three different names in three years. And that was because the telephone companies kept buying up each other. So it, it opened as Pac Bell, and then, believe it or not, for one year, it was South... Southwestern Bell or SWB Park when Southwestern Bell bought AT&T at least on the west coast except I'm sorry they bought Pac Bell they bought Pac Bell and then AT&T has bought bought Southwestern Bell anyway today it's AT&T but it went from Pac Bell to Southwestern Bell to AT&T in three years but that's what that's the way things are these days. And yeah, being from forward. Miami, we're we're no stranger to name change. I mean, we've had Joe Robbie, Land oh. Shark, Sun Life. Um, yeah. What it is now, I don't even remember. <laughs> well, believe it or not, surprisingly, it's it's still um, Sun Life, I believe. Sun Life, yeah, it's still Sun Life. Isn't it? Isn't it called Dolphin Stadium now? I believe that's no, what it's called, huh? No, I think it's still Sun Life. And, no, you may know well, who knows. I. Who knows? They changed it so much, and, and that team that team is really, really, really doing bad right now. And so not not a lot of us are really happy with the, with the Dolphin organization. So, you know, who cares what the stadium's name is? They they got to get that team organization on the right path and and not even worry about the the name on the on the stadium. 
Manny, I couldn't agree more. How could they ever let Bill Parcells go, a guy that, that could have one of the best minds in pro football ever? And they had him down there. Was that when when um, the former owner was there? And he he would have put the org- he would have put the team on the field into a uh, contending position, and then they got rid of him, and they they've been struggling ever since. Well, that's that's for a totally different show about the Dolphins. But Ken, we were talking earlier about well, without saying your age or anything like that, I don't know if you want to disclose that information, but. Tell us again, when was the first time you ever played slow pitch softball in Miami, Florida? Well, Manny, I'm happy to say that I'm 73 years old. And I think the reason I'm happy to say that is I feel great and hopefully look great. Um, And I don't think I look 73. Uh, I probably look 74. But (laughs) I I was a, a... quite good high school baseball player and I went to the University of Miami uh, and walked on so to speak and that's this was uh, when Whitey this was pre Ron Frazier and uh, the Hurricanes had a scholarship I was a catcher and they had a scholarship catcher, and believe it or not, it was Rocky Marciano's little brother. And this was when wow. freshmen were in, ineligible. Rocky came down to see him play the next year when he was a sophomore and the starting catcher. So there, there, it was it was over. I was over my head, and with with this kid that was he and I were pretty good friends. And he, but anyway, I played, I shagged flies and ran the bases and did all the things that the freshmen would do when freshmen were ineligible. Um, but after my freshman year, I decided I wanted to become a sports writer, which is why I went to the University of Miami, because they had a nice relationship with the Miami Herald. So when I graduated in 1963, I went to the Herald and was with the Herald for seven years. And this is, Manny, this is the funny story I wanted to tell you. So I'm a little bit of a baseball jock, and I somehow in the sports department, which was half the size probably then as it is now, um, I got together what started out as a sports department softball team. But we had to bring in a few ringers, which we, which I did, because <laughs> I knew a few few people, and we played in what had to be one of the first slow pitch leagues in Miami. It was the City of Miami Parks and Rec League, and we played at the Orange Bowl on that on that wow. softball field that was in the on the on the south side in the parking lot. And I played left field, and I would wear sneakers in the field because of the the asphalt walking area around the Orange Bowl because you'd need to run back there to catch fly balls or play them off the side of the Orange Bowl. This was like a Fenway Park with the Green Monster. And there were a few people that would knock it off the side of the Orange Bowl, and if you were good, you'd hold them to at least a double, probably not a single. And there were there were two Latin teams. I think it was only a sixteen league. One of them was sponsored by Malta Hatway. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, Malta Hatway. Yes, we, it's very known around here in the Cuban American community. And I can't think of the name of the other team. And there were some really good players on those two teams. Uh, Camilo Pasquale's brother. Now, do you folks know Camilo Pasquale? Yeah, I actually, uh, as a kid, I I came up 
in uh, Pasquale Baseball Academy uh, right here at Grapeland Park in Miami, Florida. Of course, a, a lot of us know the Pasquale family down here. Well, do you know his brother, Patato? Patato Pasquale, of course. He was one of the uh, instructors or directors uh, when I was in, in that baseball academy. I'm happy to hear that. Well, he played on, on one of those teams. He and I got to be good buddies because as soon as I knew who he was, I said, oh, my God, you're famous. You're not as famous as your as your brother. But uh, so – and we slightly held our own. We didn't finish ahead of those two teams, but thanks to a few ringers I had, we, we held our own in that league. And then slow pitch just – just boomed, and I I remember this is even let's call it mid sixties that that slow pitch was became so big so fast that National Airlines had a team in a league of, of course they they hired a guy that was a shortstop that was the best shortstop in slow pitch softball in Miami his last name was Padilla. And National Airlines hired him um, into their company to do something just so he could play on their softball team. On their corporate and, softball team. Yeah, that, that happens yeah. a lot down here. It still happens. And then along came Jerry's catering soon after that. But my I, – I, so I went from the when – the, when I went to the Herald, I went – they put me in West Palm Beach to put the first sports writer in West Palm Beach at the Bureau for a year and a half. But then I came back in 66. And then I had my own team. It really wasn't a Herald team anymore. Uh, and we played at Grapeland Park. And uh, we loved every minute of it. I've got Manny, are we okay with time? I've got one more cute slow pitch story for you well actually um, we got about 10 minutes 10 minutes left i actually have a question about 1960s slow pitch softball what what did you guys use as far as bats was it wood or aluminum what did you guys swing back then thank goodness wood wow yeah the, the aluminum bat had not even i i did in the mid 60s we didn't know what an aluminum bat was well, some of our um, leagues here in Florida and, and some of our tournaments are, are going to wood bats again. So, you know, they're, they're, I don't know if you're aware, maybe we could talk about this in another in another show, but there's a lot of uh, altered bats, uh, shaved bats is what they're, they're known for out there. But uh, we're, we're moving some of our tournaments and some of our leagues to wood bats, which is a lot safer, a lot more defensive game. But it's really cool to to hear that you guys uh, you guys were actually in the era where aluminum bats didn't even exist. That is correct. Well, my other cute story that I'll tell you real fast. Somehow we ran into a bunch of old Miami football players who thought they were good softball players. And I and it had to be me. I'm always the organizer of these things. And I said, "Well, tell you what, we'll we'll play you Sunday morning at such and such park. I even forget where we played. And the loser buys the keg of beer at Netlow's Tavern. Now Netlow's used to be on South Dixie Highway, down there somewhere around." Oh, south of the university a little bit. And so one of these guys was Bill Miller, who was a, a great receiver at Miami and played several years with the Raiders. Uh, he caught two touchdown passes. The Raiders got beat handily in what was Super Bowl two in the Orange Bowl. But he got two touchdown passes in that game. So he was there. Uh, Billy Ray Barnes was a running back for the Redskins for several years. So 
So this was a team of all jock, football jocks. And they'd hit a ball six miles, but we had people that would run them down and catch them. And, and so we beat them that Sunday morning, and they had to buy the keg of beer. And that was a, that was a, that's a good memory. Well, Ken, man, I, I mean, I really enjoyed having you on the show. I, I, I wish you come back on the show soon again. Maybe you could tell us more about the history of slow pitch softball down here in, in Miami and, and more about your, your hurricane, uh, Miami hurricane days down here in South Florida. Um, if you want to, you want to mention a little extra word about home fields and where they, where our listeners could, uh, learn more about home fields in the stadiums? By all means, thank you. Manny, I tried to get a, a discount code up and running, and, and we couldn't do it fast enough. So maybe next time we can do that. But anyway, the home fields website is homefields, plural, homefields.com. And our pieces are really good. My, my sports writing days, comes into play because there's quite good history on the back of our pieces. What what piece did you get at the Grove Arts Festival? Well, I got the... Yes, I got the Marlins, the new one. I, I actually really liked that one. I did not get the uh, new Yankee Stadium because I actually have not been to the new Yankee Stadium, but it is on my bucket list to go to to the new Yankee Stadium. I have been to the old Yankee Stadium, but I have yet to been to the new one. Well, the new one's great. Uh, I got to, I saw more games at the original one than I even saw at the old one. I, I, I was in the old one a couple of times, but I probably saw eight or ten games in in the original. And I say the original because Steinbrenner, when he bought the team, uh, took out all the posts, put on a, a new cantilevered upper deck, and made the playing field nearly symmetrical. The old, the original playing field was had the the, the three monuments were in play. And my dad and I walked out of there one time. Now we were living in Illinois, so we were just visiting. But we walked out of there, and you used to be able to walk out on the warning track and walk right past those monuments and touch them and then walk out the gate to get on the train. It, that was a pretty interesting experience. Well, I could imagine. What a memory, man. I also want to give thanks to Dr. Ray. You can visit him at 353heal.com. Any last words, Dr. Ray? No, Manny, just want to thank you for having me on the show. It was a pleasure talking to you too, Ken, and uh, having you on the show as well too, and and, uh, look forward to taking a look at some of those fields also. I got a lot of baseball memorabilia as well, so you you may be getting an order from me as well too. So thanks for what you do, and good to have you on. And uh, Manny, I'm sure I'll be talking to you on Thursday night on uh, the Hot Corner. So thanks a lot. That's right. Everybody listen in to the Hot Corner Show on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio. Ken, you have the last couple of minutes. It's all yours, buddy. Well, I want to say thanks to Dr. Ray. Dr. Ray, you're quite a fan, and uh, thanks for the nice comments. And when you think of Hot Corner, you can only think of the best third baseman ever to play the game. And you know who that is, don't you? Who's that? Well, you you guys tell me. Who was the best third baseman ever to play the game? Well, I think Dr. Ray left, uh, so it's just oh, you and okay. me, Ken. But uh, okay, let me see. Third baseman, probably uh, Mike I'm really Schmidt talking, from the. Yeah. Excuse me. I, I'm I'm really talking defensively. The best defensive third baseman um, to play the game. I would probably then go, uh, yeah, maybe Mike Schmidt from the Philadelphia Phillies. I think Brooks Robinson defensively takes it. 
but overall, well, that's, that's because that's way before my overall, my you're right with Mike Schmidt. Manny, what high school did you go to? I went to the home of the Cobra, South Miami High. Did you know uh, one of your teachers was probably Charlie Yanda? Coach Yanda, Yanda, yes, and he was he was the when I was going there, I believe he was the football coach. Yes, he was the football coach. Yeah, he and I went to college together. I I knew him pretty well. Well, Manny, thank you very much. This has been a pleasure and a thrill. Thank you, Ken. I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, You can check out Ken at homefields.com. He is going to be working on a discount code for our listeners, uh, so be on the uh, lookout for that as well. We will be having Ken come on uh, soon again on our show and talk about his old days at the University of Miami and also about his new upcoming stadiums. I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, Muchera, the official sliding pant of ISPS, also Hitting Jacket, the official training tool, and on-deck weight of ISPS, and as well as Pop Toss, the 21st century batting tee and official training tool as well for ISPS. You can contact our show via Twitter at ISPSO and also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash ISPSO. I want to give a thanks to my guest again tonight, Dr. Ray T. You can listen to him on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio as well as Mr. Ken from homefields.com. My name is Manuel Ferrero. You could... uh, Contact me via Twitter at Manuel Ferrero as well and send in your questions and we will read them and answer them on our radio show every Tuesday night right here at 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio, ISPS Radio. I am your host again, Manuel Ferrero. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for listening. We will talk again soon next Tuesday night. Alexa. 
play meant to be. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.